Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey guys, welcome back. Third hour of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. It is a place where talk is fun. We want to know who is listening in this category of humans. People with unusual pets, non-traditional pets. Think reptiles, snakes, iguanas, weird things. You got an eel somewhere in your house. Alpacas. Ferrets. Mm, Ferrets are a good one. Parrot. Parrots. Sure, yeah. You a bird person? How long has that bird been there? Yeah. Well, they live a long time. They live a long time. Um, If you are one of those people... We want to hear from you. So give us a call right now, 651-641-1071. We might have a couple questions for you just about you and your life and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Let us begin with Carrie. Carrie, hey. How are you, Carrie? Carrie. Hi, hello. Hello. Uh, Carrie, you sound lovely. You sound totally normal. And so already (laughs) just by the sound of your voice, I'm a little taken aback that you have an unusual pet. What kind of a pet do you have? We have an axolotl. And what, the whole class asked in unison, <laughs> is that? It's an amphibian. I believe it's a relative of a salamander, except oh, that no. it's all in water. It's in water. It has to be in a tank. Say the name again. <laughs> <Full> of water. <laughs> Axolotl. Oh. Axolotl. Oh, my gosh. Does this thing have, like, kind of wild hair coming off of it? Looks like a Dr. Yeah, Seuss creature? Gills. Oh, oh, my God. His gills are outside its body. Those are its gills. That's... Oh, my God. It's adorable. <laughs> Horrifying. I want to have that. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so these can grow to about nine inches. The lifespan, hope you know this, Carrie, uh, 10 10 to 15 years. I know, yeah. How did you end up with an axolotl as a pet in your home? Well, I asked my daughter to look for a low-maintenance pet. (laughs) We already have a dog. (laughs) And um, she found this one, I think, probably because of Roblox. I don't know. But, I mean, the pictures are cute. And uh, I did a lot of crash. I mean, I learned a lot fast. I'd never had a fish before. So we learned all about the tank and the cycle and nitrogen cycle and all this fun stuff. They look like a little smiley face and with a body, you know, like squigglies coming out of them. I've never (laughs) seen anything like this. This is really, really interesting. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for sharing. That is awesome. I thought we were going to get like hedgehog people, you know? (laughs) Axolotl. All right. uh, Carrie, we thank you for getting us started. Let's see. Do we have some names of some of these callers? We can go to to Julie, maybe, Mike? All right. Hi, Julie. Julie, you're on uh, the Don and Steve Experience. We're finding out who's listening, unique pet owners. Julie, what kind of a pet do you have? I'm Steve and Donna. Um, My wife is the one with all the reptiles, and her... (laughs) My favorite one that she has is a Gila monster. What? It's this bulldog-looking reptile that's over a foot long. It's this chubby, adorable oh, reptile. Oh, and it's my. It's G-I-L-A. Gila monster. But it's pronounced Gila monster. Okay. Super cute. It is not. No. Okay, wait a minute. <laughs> it that is, looks no. like it could kill you it in your fake. sleep. It looks fake. It looks like it has a snake-like body. Like the it's texture. So cute. Oh, yes. and its tail but looks we, like a corn on the cob. 
Yeah, and we have snakes, we have turtles, every kind of reptile you've ever wanted. Okay, now wait about. a second, wait a second, Julie. So now you oh, meet your uh, you meet your partner, and uh-huh. do you know that she has these animals? No, Bef- she didn't have it growing up. So oh. we only thought about fish and dogs and and those kind of cute creatures. But over time, she's just collected all of these adorable reptiles, snakes. Things that I don't know anything about because it's the opposite of who I am. So. Okay, but you're okay with it. Obviously, you oh, married yeah. this person. Yes. Oh, I think, wow. I think it's awesome that she has totally different tastes and likes from me, but it's so fun. Just this is a, my kids adore me. Yeah, I love them. This is a really good attitude that you have because I am looking at right now one of these freaking <laughs> split tongues on this Gila monster thing. <laughs> I mean, holy Hannah. Um, wow. I've ne- okay, so far... Two collars, two see, animals we've never heard of. We're, you're a silly goose. We're not those weirdos, creeps, or whatever you mentioned. <laughs> uh, wait, that doesn't that doesn't sound like something I would have said. But answer this question: Do you own a waterbed? For the autism community, we're all all involved in the community, and just and you're so silly. But you you said that, and I'm like, I want to make sure you know it's. Like we're we're, we're perfectly normal, right, everyday people. <laughs> no, I listen. I hear Don't reptiles, and then I just start thinking things about people. Like I know. they have water beds. Melissa Peterman brought up a really good no. point. Okay, <laughs> all right. You have a normal mattress. All right, fine. All right, thank you, right. Julie. Love you. Thank, thank you, you for, for the calling call. and for listening to our show. We appreciate that. Let's go to my neighbor. My friend Susie is on the line. Oh, hey, Susie, the snake owner. Hi, Susie. Hi, Susie. Hi. Hi, Donna. Hi, Steve. Um, Susie, I don't think that I knew this before this morning, and I know an alarming amount about you. Um, I don't think <laughs> I knew that you have a snake. What kind of snake do you have? I have a corn snake, and she is the sweetest, cutest thing ever. <laughs> sweetest. I love how people are describing <laughs> these reptiles. All right, tell me how you ended up saying, let's get a corn snake in this house. So I've always wanted a snake growing up. I always wanted one. My parents would not get one for me. And then when I had kids, I thought, oh, perfect gift for my oldest. So I didn't do my research well enough beforehand. So I got her this snake when she was 10. She's now almost 23. Um, Snakes live in captivity um, up to 25 years. Oh, my gosh. It went from my oldest to my middle child and now she's with my youngest child but pretty much when he goes to college that snake's going to be mine oh, oh my god no make him take it yeah. Susie <laughs> well actually I was thinking it'd be a perfect um, birthday gift for Donna <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Nope. Do they have snake <laughs> shelters? Could you lovingly give the snake up for adoption no, for a new no. forever family? She loves sunshine. No. I love her. <laughs> she's amazing. This is the kind of thing, after you say she's so sweet and I love this corn snake, I'm looking at pictures of this corn snake. <laughs> this thing would scare the crap out no. of me, literally. Oh, my gosh. No, she's so sweet. She, I mean, ask any snake owner. They love to be held. She will sit on the couch and watch TV together. Stop. All day on the couch. No, no, <laughs> no, no, Susie. She'll lay on my chest and she listens to my heartbeat and it's warm and she just kind of lays on my chest or wraps around my neck and just lays there. She's Mm-mm. awesome. Listen, Donna, Susie, thank you for the call. We love you. Let me love tell you, you something, Suze. Donna. If Susie says, hey, come over and watch a show at my house, don't because she's I probably know. got a snake on the couch. Yeah, it's probably in the couch, right? Oh! After snuggling. After oh, just like five mice. All right, we have more people to get to. We're uh, uh, up against the clock. Yeah, Which we are. We go to next? Uh, Lisa, 
We'll go to Lisa. Hi, Lisa. You're on the Don and Steve experience. What kind of a pet do you have? Hi. Um, my husband had a, and we still, I still have it, a uh, yellow nape Amazon parrot. Oh, oh, tell us about how the parrot came to be in your home. Well, I married him. <laughs> <laughs> so, he came with my husband. My husband got him. He's 37 years old now. <gasps> Not my husband, the parrot. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> He got him as a tiny baby, and he had to go home from work to feed him uh, every day. And he's my husband just passed, but I now I'm in, sorry, in charge right. of it. And oh. every night, my parrot says his my husband's name over and over. Oh my god! Well, that's sweet. Oh my gosh! <laughs> well, yeah. Someday, my daughter when gets when she gets a house, she takes the parrot with her. <laughs> well, there you go. And you know this you this this yellow naped uh, Amazon parrot lives sixty to eighty years. Oh yes, I'm very well aware. Oh my gosh, you've got to you've got to write a will for these animals that live yeah, that long. You do, you oh do. Like gosh. you've got to make sure they get taken care of. Oh, Lisa, thank you so much thank for calling. You for and the we're call. so sorry for your loss. Oh no, I get to be reminded. On the day after my <laughs> husband passed away, my brother-in-law was came into town um, and his wife, and he came down the hall, and I said, "Good morning," and he, I said, "What's wrong?" and he goes. I thought I heard Bob talking. Oh, and it was oh our parent because he takes on our voices. Oh, right. my gosh. Oh, that is crazy. Unbelievable. Oh, my gosh. He, he's still with me, I guess. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's, that's kind of bittersweet, yeah. isn't it? Every yeah. night. Every night, okay. probably. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, listen, God love Thank you. you. Thank Lisa. you for listening. Thank you for calling. And let's sneak in one more call if we can. Yeah, Emily's been standing by for quite a while. So Hi, we'll Emily. Uh, you're on the Don and Steve experience. We're talking with listeners who have non-traditional pets. What do you have, Emily? Well, we have a bunch of pets, but the most non-traditional one is our leopard gecko. Oh, weird. Oh, leopard gecko. All right. Tell All right, us about the leopard gecko and how uh, the leopard gecko became a pet of your family. Um, well, my son, he's here with me. He's a big fan of reptiles, and he just really wanted one. And so I found one online and went and got him. He has his own worm, worm colony to be raised. Oh, my. And that's why we feed him. Wow, they raised their own worm colony to feed to the leopard gecko, Donna. Are you interested? No. You know what? It's very cute, though. It is very cute. Listen, I have not, I haven't thought cute as to one of the pets that these people have set through. Maybe the parrot, but all of these things <laughs> scare the crap out of me when I look at them. Yeah, and this whole topic came up because Steve almost stepped on a snake yesterday. I was almost a goner. Hey, does your what? son, does your son watch um, Coyote Peterson on YouTube? Yeah, yep, he does. Oh, yeah, Brave Wilderness. Be bold, stay wild, and I'll see you on the next adventure. Oh, my gosh. Emily, oh. thank you. Thanks, guys. Thank Thanks, you for guys. calling. Wow. See, I mean, I don't think it's any, I know we got to go, I don't think it's any def- different than kids being into dinosaurs, being into reptiles. The only difference is the reptiles exist. I guess. Thank you. When we come back, uh, we have a couple of studies that we'll get into. Okay. How many of you listening right now feel like you're underpaid? There's an, a study that's been done. I know Don and I feel that way. Oh, We're all spoken sure. about that. Absolutely. Uh, but we'll get into the study about how many people out there think that they're underpaid. That, when we come back, it's Don and Steve on my talk. Hey, guys. Cool that you're listening to the Don and Steve show. I'm trying to mix it up, Steve, okay? I was, that's, I was supportive laughter, Thank not you. All right. derogatory. Great. All right. Hey, thanks for squeezing us in on a big day at the movies. It's Barbie Day. 
here yes, on My is. Talk 1071. Before the end of the hour, we will give away our third pair of tickets to see Barbie in movie theaters. Uh, each hour throughout the day during our shows, you'll have a chance to win. Are you going to go see it? I might you know, see it on Sunday. I'm not going to see it this opening weekend. I saw Oppenheimer this week. Okay. So I put in my time at a movie theater. All right. You're not right. Gonna, not going to do Barbie this weekend, but okay. a lot of people are. Did huge numbers overnight for their midnight screenings. So. And a couple of people are going to be going for free, like you said. So keep on listening. In the meantime, let's be study buddies. Studies have shown that... Studies med- have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings are study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. Well... One thing's for sure, people think they're underpaid. Nobody thinks they're overpaid. There was a new survey out on jobs, and the one thing is for sure, Americans feel like they are underpaid, even if they're happy in their role, and even if they feel like their work has a positive impact. 58% of people say they're either somewhat or very underpaid. 58%. Wow. 58%. I like that we still have Louis Capaldi. I know, in the we do. Mike's man in the phone. Mike, Mike looks like an old timey telephone operator. <laughs> okay, thanks. There we go. We just yelled out through the headphones. <laughs> yeah. Of all the songs, too. You're yeah, not a, you're not a, not a, not a fan, fan of the of music. Louis Capaldi. I mean, he has a nice voice, but I don't want to hear this all the time. Yeah. You know? <laughs> what was that other garbage he had out wait come on we like lewis capaldi no he's a nice man he's, a hang out he's with lovely him. he's lovely sorry I about just, that uh, no worries mike been on the phone all day we were just saying <laughs> <laughs> uh of all the songs lewis capaldi does not tickle donna's fancy no no oh that other one where he's just like wah, what was that wah, slow song that he wah. had that really chapped you oh because this is more upbeat but the other one was slower Slower Lewis Capaldi. Crap. Someone you love? Mm. That's his biggest. He's Forget me? Something. Oh. Mm. <laughs> um. Before you go. Oh my God. He has a lot of songs. Ugh. <sighs> I don't know. I have too much on my plate today to spend any time thinking about this. Let's get back to how underpaid we are. Oh, what are you going to get your hair cut? Hey, Don. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh. Sorry, I blew up. Here's the situation. People think they're they're underpaid. That's really the gist of it. 63% of people said they're happy with the work they do. Um, so most people seem to be happy with the job, just not the pay. When asked about, um, occupations that people feel are overpaid, Mm. I mean, all the obvious, the CEOs, the politicians, the pro athletes, the lawyers, the investment bankers, real estate agents, it's because they get a nice cut and doctors, doctors are not, I don't think doctors are overpaid. I don't. I don't think so. You're a surgeon and you're, you, 
specialize in something. No, we need you. Oncologists, absolutely. Pay those people. Anesthesiologists, don't kill me. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, take as much money as you need. I just want to live again. Correct. Again. Real estate agents is great because you never have to negotiate a raise, ever. The market gives you the raise for you. So when the market booms, suddenly your whatever it is, 3% share, 3% of 500,000 is great. But then once grand, it's 3% right? of 700,000 because the market boomed. Right. Now you're boom, looking at, yeah. baked in. Yeah. You're not negotiating a raise. Rise up lights. Rise up lights. More than, all right, now here's a, I'm only going to leave about three minutes for Steve to get angry. Okay. According to the U.S. Census Bureau statistics. That wasn't your best, but we let it go for time. (laughs) That felt very hard to hear. I was really hoping you would just gloss right over it. Uh, 34% of people, 15 and up, have never been married. That is up from about 23% in 1950. Wait. 30, only 34 people. Oh, okay. 15 and until infinity. Right. Okay. Okay. I was like, Does what? anybody else feel like you're watching a child give their first presentation? <laughs> <laughs> and then she even said infinity. Such a, a nine-year-old's like, yeah, infinity. All right. Let me start over. Okay. okay. So right. it looks like fewer people are getting married. Okay. And in a new survey... More than 40% of young adults, all the way up to age 40, believe marriage is an outdated tradition. That includes 41% of young men and 52% of young women. Don't look at me like that. I'm j- don't shoot the messenger. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I'm peaceful right now. 73% of these people say weddings are too expensive. 85% don't think they're necessary to have a fulfilled and committed relationship and they said marriages aren't being completely written off 83 percent of people hope to marry someday down the road but right now people are like eh, marriage don't need it i could just live with them thank you also 38 (laughs) percent of young adults say they have felt judged for not being married yet 25% 25% felt judged for moving in with their significant other. They're mostly thinking they're moms because, you know, giving them the milk for free is not going to buy the cow. <laughs> is that how it goes? Something like that. And I say, I'm not buying a car unless I test drive it first. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Why are you trying to irritate me? I don't know. I don't know. Here's what I'll just say very quickly. Okay. And very peacefully. I people say the, these kind of things about marriage all the time. Leave me a little room. We only have forty five. Just leave me a little room. But do we? Don't we still value a promise and a commitment made to one another? Because I think some people hear the word marriage and they have their own thing about the word. It's almost like it comes with a stigma. Stigma now, but you probably want and still value someone promising to you. And committing to you, for better or worse, for richer or poorer, in sickness and health. There's something beautiful about that. And hard. And not sexy. And sometimes, spoiler, not fun. 
spoiler, Minneapolis is on the list of most marriage-averse cities. Thank you. No! (laughs) We'll be back slow jam next. Hey, it is Rocco for MNFatLoss.com. The weight loss plan where I lost about 30 pounds in just around two months. Now I'm on the uh, maintenance plan. I've, uh, you know, I've done the, the hard work for a couple months and now I'm, you know, maintaining and I'm still feeling good. I'm wearing shirts I never thought I'd wear before. I'm shopping for medium sizes now when I go to the hipster vintage uh, shirt section. Uh, it's been a great run and I want you to try it to do it alongside with me because if I can do it, you can do it. Do you want to lose up to a pound of fat a day? Results may vary. Here's what you're going to want to do. Go to mnfatloss.com, sign up for a free consultation, get in there, talk to the doctor and his team. And guess what? Through July 30th, that's just nine days away, if you do that, you can save $200. Do it by July 30th. Tell them Rocco said, hey, mnfatloss.com works. Morning. We're back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on my talk 107.1. It's Barbie day. This is so exciting. Oh, yeah. We got all dolled up. You're looking like Barbie. I'm looking like Ken. Basically, same thing we were wearing yesterday. Right. I look like dumpster Ken. Like or like when Ken was trying to be a fake lumberjack (laughs) with my beard. It's pretty good. Hanging in there. Pretty good. Rocco, you see my beard? Hey, whoa, look at the time. Hey. Yeah, your beard, I really, I got to hand it to you. I think all my years of telling you you look like Don Trump Jr., you let it grow out. (laughs) You you don't look like him anymore. Just strongly. Yeah. You look more, you you definitely don't look like him. I'll just give you that. You don't look like you either. It's weird. Yeah. Remember when you used to be on TV and... I do. Well, this will come off for my next appearance or I could just get irritated. Hey, but can I tell you guys very quickly before we get into the slow jam? Mm-hmm. Since we've all, Rocco, you know, I, I do two things and I do them and I do them well. And that's clang and that's bang. And I do them in those order. Mm-hmm. So Lou thinks it's douchey when I take workout videos at the gym. It is. <laughs> She's not wrong. She's never, you know, I'll always walk through it. I'm like, go ahead, hit the back of my tricep as I'm flexing it. She's like, okay, why, why are we doing this? But yesterday, guys. Oh, no. Stevie boy. minded my own biznass. In a tank top in my living room, your girl, my betrothed, looks over at me and she said, you know, you do look kind of um, big right now. I said, what do you, and and then she quickly followed up and she said, and by that I mean fat. And (laughs) and and she laughed. She said, no, 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 seriously, you uh, you look kind of big, like, like muscular. And I said, wait a minute. And she was like, don't, don't do anything. Don't make this a thing. Don't make it weird. And I said, can I please? Ask just one follow-up question. She was like, no, we're not doing this. I said, just one. Mm-hmm. She allowed it. And I said, what do you think my question was? Mm, does it make you want me more? <laughs> <laughs> no. My question was, what part specifically? Oh. I can't <laughs> with you. Great. I can't. But guys, the woman who hates and doesn't care if I have muscles or if I'm just a skinny or fat or whatever. And that's a beautiful thing. Awesome. But she's not, words of affirmation is not her strong suit. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said it yesterday. So what did I do, Rocco? I went over and she was laying on the couch and I lifted one end of the couch up like a <laughs> boss. Right, Rocco? Yeah, yeah I'm mad. Uh, that couch move, it's a good move. Standard. Yeah. I'm uncomfortable. 
Okay. <laughs> I don't have an end to the story, so let's shift. Okay, okay. fine. Um, I slowed some stuff down. It's actually, this is from a few weeks ago that we didn't get to. Mm-hmm. You were talking about how cows' um, bodies were boxy or something. <laughs> <laughs> Too boxy oh, to make calves or something like that. Yes. Oh, no. This is probably where we're going to get a farmer to call in to tell us just exactly how cows procreate. Boxy. Again. Um, yeah. I'll open Great. the phone lines for that. Let's give a listen to a slow jam. I'm going to slow things down. That's right. We're going to slow things down. For the lovers out there, this is the Donna and Steve Slow Jam. Bad news that I must share with you, Donna. Alrighty. Our boss Amy is listening. Oh, uh oh. The text thread. <laughs> uh oh. Are you discussing cow sex? <laughs> <laughs> I said that doesn't sound like something we would talk about. <laughs> she then quoted me, their bodies are rectangles. <laughs> Again, unless it was some sort of a go-go gadget fire hose situation, I just don't understand physically how they could achieve a calf. <laughs> God, cows are cute. They look, they have a, hmm, how to not offend cows here. <laughs> they have a dumb look about them as well, don't they? Because they just stand there in the field, just wagging their tail and sort of looking in the distance like, so this is it. This is our day again. We will stand in this field. Until dusk. <laughs> and then we will come out and do it again. <sighs> you know what I mean? I sure do, Steve. <laughs> and but when I see horses, by the way, you see a horse in a fly-ridden barn, and you're thinking, thank God for arms <laughs> right <laughs> if I told you that you would sure. go to the boundary waters the only way that you could get a bug off of you was either by stomping or wiggling your face that's true. You would lose your ever-loving mind. Yes, King. Are you high? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That was the Donna and Steve Slow Jam. Legit question. Everything I brought up was valid as well, in hindsight. It's not a bad 
Not a bad observation. Yeah, thank you. I'll give it to you. Thank, thank you very you. much. Um, now we shift out of a slow jam and shift over to a slow start. Last night, Beyonce was at Huntington Bank Stadium. Yes. Uh, right down the street from where we are, both the DJ Rock Lobster, Clomp Clomp, and Big Zamboni, Honk Honk, they were both there in different seats at different price points. Uh, we got a text from Miguel that basically was like, she's running late. Mm-hmm. We have not started at 7. Um Guys, what did you think of the show? DJ Rock Lobster, we'll start with with you. Uh, it was, here's the deal. I had n- not any real investment into this. I was just hoping to see a spectacle, to see a generational uh, talent yeah, yeah, of ours yeah. in the flesh, to see if she would wow me, to see how beautiful she Thank was in you. person. And all of those things. What are we things, talking about? I just we were talking about Beyonce. <laughs> oh, okay. All of those things came true for me. Um, you know, we talked yesterday about how her number ones, I think she had eight number ones, Solo and four is Destiny's Child. I was just looking at the set list. You might have heard three of them. Savage, uh, Break My Soul, and Crazy in Love. That's it. The rest were just crowd, you know, people, you know, deep cuts that the fans loved. Like like some Destiny's Child bangers? No, no, not mm-hmm. really. Well. Um, started out with some slow stuff. Did a Tina Turner tribute. She did uh, River Deep, Mountain High. It was beautiful. Uh, she smiled. She was sweet. She was beautiful. The the big screen and staging was like amazing. Zamboni will probably get to that. I just, I had a great time. I'm glad I, I went. Thank you for asking. Zamboni? Yeah, the screening was... Uh, one thing I love about Madonna is that because she's one of my mom's favorite artists and she's my wife's favorite artist, but here's the thing. It's for completely different reasons. Like, you can have a pe- person who loves Beyonce but also loves Adele and loves Mariah Carey. Then you could have somebody who loves Beyonce and they love Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. Like, she is mm-hmm. wide-ranging and all of a sudden you get the beautiful singing to start the show and you get that nasty like mm-hmm. stanky stuff going on <laughs> and she's got plenty of that too and she just plays into both of it does a great job of flowing back and forth uh rocco mentioned the staging it was uh, unbelievable two massive well just basically one massive screen but what they're able to do with that to make it feel and like the illusion that it was just this huge deep screen they brought out a 30-foot horse at one time she Whoa. came out on it kind of like a mars rover tank thing at one point during the best set of the show it was it was super fun it was just one big party and then awesome. she flew around at the end. Oh, I missed oh. That part. I oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, because Grandpa had to leave rail. early to beat <laughs> yeah, the traffic. I had to get on that light rail. Um, wow. Yeah. Whatever. What he said. A little bit of sweet. A little bit of sass. It was like all of it. You know. Let's go back to the weight um, at the beginning. Did she have an opening act? No. And here's the deal. Um, so yeah, my friends had told me, hey, get there. And I think it was in the paper too. Hey, get there at seven. There's no opening act. She starts on time. Yeah, right. So it was about 7.30 and she wasn't. So I decided to look on like setlist.fm, which is a good place to see like wh- what songs they played and how long it was, what time it started. And I started to see that around the country she was going on at around 8.30. So oh. I was like, oh, okay. I was misinformed. But it was a beautiful night. So mm-hmm. wow. that's so irritating though. I'm sorry, but if if, if it so starts mad. at seven and there's not an opening act, and I'm most like, chop chop here mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. got a babysitter. Most people got the memo because I think there's probably like five to six thousand people there when I arrived at like right at seven, thinking okay it's going to start here pretty shortly, and then it just kind of filled in for the next hour, and then it was it was I wouldn't say a packed house. I mean there were not a oh, lot yeah. of empty seats at all. It was wow cool. And I'm thinking I'm glad it started a little later because 
the when the sun went down, it made the effect of the of the cool screens even yeah. cooler. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it, they the screen made like a, f- a fake stage, like they had fake scaffolding on the screen, so they could make the stage whatever they wanted it to be. <gasps> And then they would do like big giant like images of Beyonce and then it turned into a robot. I mean, it was cool. There was like robotic arms on the stage, like holding up yeah. frames and framing her. Oh, it was cool. cool. Yeah, it does, it does look cool. I've, I saw a couple of videos of what the, the staging and the big screen and everything looks like. And there, there's really something for a an open air stadium concert. Yes. It, it just kind of has a cool vibe to it. But boy. You're really dependent on the weather. What a schedule. Oh, nightmare. gosh. Yeah, that would suck if it rained. You know, one time in like 2011, U2 played the Gopher Stadium in a giant downpour game and they kept playing. And people wow. that were there to this day are like, Did you go to that U2 show in the storm, man? Wow. Yeah, man. I'm looking at some pictures of her. She looks amazing. Oh, yeah. On this tour, some of her outfits. Or that she was wearing like a camo thing, right? Uh, there's a lot of she had a lot of different changes. Damn. Yeah, body suits and oh, no, we from, missed it from the very beginning. Though they zoomed in on her face, and it was like, yeah, that it, it translates like even on a big screen, just how unbelievably gorgeous that yeah. human being is. It's <laughs> unreal. <laughs> right. She is stunning. And then the voice that yeah. came out of her throat was just like, ah, wow, that's yeah. her. She's, she is she's a it. very accomplished singer. Yes, she oh, is. Oh my gosh, she is. she's great. It was fun. You should have gone. Oh well. <laughs> okay, thank, bye. You. thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye everyone. Bye now. Um oh I have I have something fun for everybody. And I have something uh alarming for everyone. That Shocking. Fits, <laughs> that fits perfectly <laughs> with what I've known about you and me for years. Uh, all right, this is kind of a trivia question before we go to break. Chris Martin from Coldplay, his great great grandfather invented something. That impacts almost everyone in the United States, but soon it might impact none of us. Chris Martin from Coldplay, his great-great-grandfather, invented something that impacts almost everybody in the, in the United States, but soon it might impact none of us. Tell you what it is when we come back. Ooh. Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, it is Rocco for Crescent Tide Cremation Services, where they like to say they keep it simple, transparent, and affordable. It is the uh, husband and wife team, Lisa and Berlin. Small uh, St. Paul business, family run. Uh, and it's not uh, a typical, it's not a funeral home. It's not a full service funeral home. It's not stuffy. It's just a cool little office. If you ever wanted to do a little sit down with Lisa, like my mom did when she went in and prepaid and pre-planned for a simple cremation. Um, but they used to be in the full service funeral business before one day they're like, you know what? It just seems like so many people these days. They just want a simple cremation and then to have a celebration of life of their loved one that fits their life. And so that's what they decided to do. They scaled back. They said, let's keep it simple, transparent, and affordable. Simple cremation started just $800. You want to add on some things like a visitation, a fancier urn, stuff like that. They will talk you through it. No tricks. Good people, Lisa and Verlin. Check them out today. Crescenttide.com. This is the final stretch of the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 107.1 where talk is fun. Usually. <laughs> I have good. a story. Can I start with my story? Can I start with yeah, my story? Let's get yours out of the way. This I mean that respectfully. Traumatizing. That's my point. So the coach of the Marlins, Jody Reed, 
was drilled by a foul ball and suffered a broken leg. Thank you. What made you bring this story to the table today? I think this person needs to be recognized. Now he shakes it for off for his when suffering. It happens. Mm, he's walking. See. He's walking it off. This was it a, does hit the ground first, which is good. Must have been going so fast. This was a game against the Cardinals at Bush Stadium. Jesus Sanchez was in the batter's box, and Dakota Hudson, I believe, was pitching at one point. Sanchez lined a pitch right at Reed, and it hit the coach flush in the lower leg. The game's announcer said, look out, Jody Reed. Tried to walk it off, but he had to exit due to the pain. Later in the evening, the manager, Skip, of course, revealed that test showed he fractured a bone. He's going to be down for a while. Hmm. It was broken. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I don't know. Remember that gonna, Saturday Night uh, Live bit? <laughs> I want to vote that story Where off the island. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to put it in the, the rapper is goes to the... Hockey game? Oh, I what think... Is the hockey, uh, was it hockey, hockey or reporter? football? And his leg was facing the other uh, way. <laughs> yeah. It's not funny. Injuries are not funny. <clears throat> Could that I was ask? my hologram okay. talking. That wasn't me. Okay. <laughs> Let's let's what if we just even next week, let's just try not doing out of place sports injury stories. Fine. Do you want me to bring you an update every day of like people who tore their ACL? There's some soccer players. No, but who this tore their was ACL. of note. You know? We talked about what's his face? You know, the guy with the thing, the heart attack, Devon, Damar. Demar Hamlin, that story was a little bit more of a national story because we almost watched someone pass away on the field. Well, this was on TMZ, which is a national publication. Thank you. <laughs> what's your problem? <laughs> what's your stupid story? No, it's not I mean, what's stupid. Your story? I mean, yes, and what's your story? Chris Martin, the lead singer of Coldplay, his great-great-grandfather... Invented something that impacts virtually almost everyone in the United States, but soon it might not impact anyone. I feel like that is a world-class hint that I gave you. No, I'm it's super proud of my hint. Very not good, Mike. I'm going to leave this one to you. Mm. Well, I think of things that so cars maybe uh, that are going to drive themselves. That's what maybe I was maybe thinking. Like, a, like flying cars. Or... Yeah, maybe something. Is it car related? It is not. Oh darn it. It is time related. Okay. Okay. He I'm spoon feeding it to you right now. The watch. Gerber, baby, open wide. I am spoon feeding you this hint. Chris Martin, don't do the baby noise. Okay. Chris Martin from Coldplay. His great great grandfather invented something that has to do with time. It impacts almost everybody in the in the United States, but soon oh. it will impact almost no one possibly. Daylight savings. You got it, my man. Oh, what his, You're my best his friend. Great, his what? Yeah. His great 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 grandfather, Chris Martin from Coldplay, his great great grandfather invented daylight saving That's time. That's fascinating. Which kind of 
Think about what are his song, Clocks. Hmm? Oh. Lights go out. I don't know. Huh. Martin Van Buren is the only president who learned English as a second language. He grew up Sprechen Sie Deutsch. Oh, wow. Leonard Skinner is named after a gym teacher named Leonard Skinner. That I knew. Three of the members of the band had him in school and got in trouble for uh, with him for having long hair, so they named the band after him as a tongue-in-cheek homage. And then just put the Y's in there. Yeah, yeah. just so it wasn't, you know, technically. Obvious, That's yeah. Right. Interesting. Hey, Bick, Bick's ballpoint pens have a hole in the top of the cap so that if a child swallows one and it gets stuck in their throat, air can still get through. So suck on that. No. Say that again. Bix ballpoint pens have a hole in the top of the cap. The so cap. Okay. if a child swallows one and it gets stuck in their throat, air can still get through. Hmm. You're not going to make me do it a third time, are you? Nope. You're giving me the look like you could use a third. It's hurting my head. According to the United States Dairy Association, that's what the USDA stands for, right? It doesn't matter. In 1986, the average American ate 18 pounds of ice cream annually. Wow. According to the most recent data, that's down one third. We only eat 12 pounds of ice cream per year. We eat less ice cream now Mm. than we did in the late 80s. What's up with that? Ooh, we. What's up with that? What's up with that? You know, boo doo who knew? <laughs> Come down for moose soup after. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it's mac and cheese. It's always a surprise. Yeah. Oh, no, it cannot be. With your hungry soup, 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 going to get blown off again today. Yeah. All right, fine. They're, they're undermanned right now. They you? are. It's fine. Albert Cafeteria, please leave a message. Please leave a message. <laughs> yeah, let's leave that message. You may hang yeah. up or press pound for additional options. Nice. Okay. It's That's done. Good. All right, stop. <laughs> <laughs> please stop. Uh, well, we're going to take off. Okay. We hope everybody has a wonderful weekend. Absolutely. If you go out and see Barbie, it is Barbie Day here on My Talk 1071. Uh, we hope that we hear from you. Send us emails, tweet us, whatever. We can read through some listener reviews on yeah, Monday. Monday morning movie review. How Let's fun. do it. We will do it. We have The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. That's next. After that, we've got Lori and Julia from 3 until 6 o'clock. Uh, we know you have a lot of choices when it comes to being entertained mm, in your goes. ears. Okay. We want to take this time to say thank you thank for you. choosing my talk. Bye now. That was pretty good, actually.